Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Melanie Moyer, co-founder of Moving Tale, a yoga storytelling adventure, along with her sister, who is also co-founder, Kathy Hudson. These two sisters, former librarians, had created many programs for kids, from puppet shows to puppet show workshops, where kids would learn how to do everything from making backdrops to performing in the puppet shows themselves. They had realized that a large percentage of the kids that came to these programs were homeschooled. Homeschoolers are big utilizers of libraries, and as librarians, they were happy to create more resources to enhance the homeschool curriculum. As yoga instructors, they thought it would be fun to make story time come alive. They began to write their own stories and incorporate a few words from the region that they were focusing on to give kids a small taste of foreign language. And thus, a yoga storytelling adventure was born. In this episode, we talk about how story combined with yoga gives every student a chance to utilize movement and play, and how children that are homeschooled are more likely to be educated in diverse subjects and tend to gain a greater learning experience than those who attend most public schools or even private schools. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and the pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Melanie has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what's one misconception you think most people who don't homeschool have about homeschooling? Oh, thank you, Bex, for having me here. And hello, everybody. I think that a common misconception is that homeschooling is not an actual education. But actuality, homeschool kids are more likely to be educated in diverse subjects and tend to gain a greater learning experience than those who attend most traditional schools. So in a traditional school, kids spend way, way too much time sitting. And that's not good for them because kids need to move around. It helps bring oxygen to the brain. It helps the kids to be able to think better. And so at home, they have that advantage. They can stand up, they can move around, they can take a short walk. And my favorite, they can do yoga exercises. They can do some <laughs> yoga poses. <laughs> and these, this, this breaks up the monotony of the day. And it's so important. I love that. Yes. You know, it's so true. I think that huge misconception that they're not going to learn a lot is just, I don't even know where it's so outlandish sometimes because there's so much more time to be able to dive into the things that they love. And I think what's happened now that I'm, I'm like talking to you, sitting here thinking like, you know, I think what they're doing is looking at the traditional students at, in like public schools who hate learning because it's been like almost knocked out of them that they're thinking that homeschool kids are like that the thing is homeschool kids still love to learn they are actually it's fostered they love learning they're curious they are able to dive into their favorite subjects they're able to do things that are high interest based so there's a huge difference just in that alone and just the opportunity to be able to not have to sit for hours upon hours, like eight hours in like a building, just being able to be outdoors and just to, just to be free. Exactly. There's a huge difference. 
huge difference, huge difference. Unfortunately, there's there's a whole lot of wasted time in traditional school. Oh, I know. I'm a traditional school teacher still. <laughs> so oh, I'm 100% aware of the wasted time that we have. So <laughs> I know it all too well. <laughs> so oh. But let's talk about you. We got into a little bit of the yoga poses and how much you love them. So your company, you and your sister started is all about yoga poses and yoga adventures and storytelling and things like that. Tell us more about your company and how you and your sister started this. Okay. Well, let's see. We we actually started this when we were librarian. We were both librarians and we were fortunate enough to work together in a library. I was so cool. a children's librarian and she was in programming. So we were able to do all these fun programs from putting on puppet shows to puppet show workshops, story times, and the, the, the homeschool groups were one of the biggest groups that came in. Parents would bring the kids in and we started working with them a lot, helping them with resources. And then we're also yogis. So we were into into yoga and eventually became yoga instructors. But we came across this little course online by Sydney Solace and it was Storytime Yoga. And we both ended up taking this, this little course and started incorporating yoga into the story time. That's how it got started. And the kids absolutely loved it. The parents absolutely loved it. And it was loved so much that we ended up going to the older group, the kids, like the school age group kids. And we actually told stories there, you know, brought back the old storytelling. And that went over really well. And everyone was just amazed by it. And they wanted more of it. And eventually, eventually, we did leave the library. And we started writing our own stories and doing our own thing. So that is really cool. How are you connecting the books and the yoga poses? What was the point of connection? Well, uh, when we were doing the school age kids, first of all, when we were doing the programs for the school age kids and telling the stories. So what you do is you have specific yoga poses that go with certain parts of the story. So let's say the hero, you know, you have the, you come to the part of the story that the hero is involved. So we do, we stop and we do warrior pose. And then we come to part of the story that where there is a tree and we stop and we do tree pose. And it's connecting the left brain and the right brain for the stories and the poses. And and then what happens is the kids end up being able to tell the story themselves. They go home. We heard this from lots of parents. They go home, they teach their siblings, they teach their friends, they teach their dad. (laughs) It's, 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 It's really awesome. There's like a body and mind connection there. So they're connecting the story with the poses and their, and their mind. So it's all working all together, all together, all together. Oh, I love that. I love that. When you first started, was that your intention or did you just think, oh, this would be a fun thing to do? I think it was just, you know, this is going to be fun because we loved doing yoga ourselves and we thought the kids would enjoy it. And then, you know, once you start learning, doing research and finding out how much yoga benefits children, oh my gosh, it, it just is amazing. Yoga helps children with emotional regulation. It helps them manage their anxiety. It it helps their self-esteem, of course, body awareness and mindfulness, strength and flexibility 
flexibility, concentration and memory. And one of the best things is it teaches discipline and reduces impulsivity. So for kids at school, you know, at traditional schools, this is this is incredibly important. Like you could actually use this in your classroom. I don't know. I don't know what grade you teach. I could give you a couple of hints, like some, you know, even some breathing exercises for the kids, you know, but when they start to get restless, if you, if they actually stand up next to their desk and do a pose, they're focused. And when they sit back down they're they're ready, they're ready to learn. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I teach the big guys. So mine are 14, 15 and 16. And I feel like I make them tired though. <laughs> My personality. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're really trying hard to be like, Oh, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? <laughs> they're, they're completely entertained. I promise. <laughs> I got all their brain going. But yeah. You know, I can definitely see how it would work for the little, the little squirrely ones to do some exercises and to be able to stretch out and to do some fun things that connect a lot of great things with, with the brain, especially when they're learning how to read. Cause we all know that kids' brains don't completely develop until they're 25, right? Like the 25 years old is when your brain is completely developed and both halves come together and voila. And all of a sudden now you feel like an adult. <laughs> You're like, oh, yep. everything is <laughs> making sense now. I don't feel crazy anymore. It's like, yeah, sorry, but you know, your brain takes a long time to develop. That's why you have crazy thoughts, which is why we don't let children just do whatever they feel like it. You know what I mean? We help <laughs> and we guide them along the way. So yeah. So with that, I love how, you know, you're helping uh, you and your sister or helping kids develop and just learn. So have you heard that their reading comprehension has gone up as well? Like you said, some kids can tell the story back, but are they comprehending the full story and are they able to like have depth of understanding? Yes, yes. It, it helps in literacy, in English literacy, even foreign language, because in our stories, we actually have a little bit of foreign language in there because our stories come from, they're adapted from ancient wisdom tales from all over the world. And so we have a couple of sprinkles of foreign words in there so that they can learn that. That's really cool. You said you wrote some book, you and your sister. What are these books that you wrote? Tell us a little bit about them. I'm so curious. <laughs> sure, sure. We have three so far. Oh, wow. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have a series. And so there's another one in, in the making. But the first one that we have is called The Impossible Dream. And this book comes to us from England. And it illustrates the original London Bridge, the original story. But our adaptation, we bring it to Cajun country and New Orleans, and it becomes the New Orleans Mississippi River Bridge. And so we have Cajun words sprinkled throughout this one. And it's about this young man who ends up following his dream. He takes a little journey to follow his dream. And then he finds out that the treasure is in his own backyard. So that's a really fun one. And, and then the second book is Forever Friends. And this one is very close to my heart. It originates in India. The story originates in India, which is home of yoga. And it is based on this story about an elephant and a dog, but it's also based
based on a true story that comes from Tennessee, from a elephant sanctuary in Tennessee, regarding an elephant and a dog. And this this story just touched my heart, you know. And so this is one of my favorites. I mean, I love them all, <laughs> but, <laughs> but this one is so much fun. Yes, you know, it 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 incorporates the kindness and compassion and caring. Each book has different virtue that it incorporates, but that's Forever Friends. And the latest one, the latest one is called Peace and Quiet. And this one incorporates the breath because in yoga, the breath is everything. And this one is about a little girl who lives in a little house with a very large family. <laughs> and, and she learns how to breathe through the chaos. So that's a fun one too. So I love them all. Yes. I love we, how you incorporated like real life little situations and you created a book out of that. That's really cool. So what's the call to action? Where can parents and families find your resources and connect with you? So they can go to the website, www.ayogastorytellingadventure.com. It's, that's a long one, but you just spell it out just like it's said. And on there, we have a freebies page. If they go to the freebies page, there are individual guides, curriculum guides that they can download for each book. And then there's the large complete curriculum guide that helps them to use, to utilize story and, and yoga in their class. And I encourage that because we'll have a, a free download for the books. Like they have a Kindle. They can also download the book on their computer or their phone. It gives them a way to check out the book before purchasing a physical book book, which we all love physical books, of course, but this is, this is a nice way to do it. And it's easy. They, all they have to do is sign up for the newsletter and they get this curriculum guide and the books themselves, you can, they can be purchased on the website and also on just about all the online book retailers. Awesome. That's fantastic. Melanie, thank you so much for coming on today. And as we're wrapping up, what is one takeaway you would like parents to walk away from our conversation today? Well, I tell you what, I still keep in contact with some of the kids, the homeschool kids that came to the library programs when I was there. Wow. They are they are now young adults and they are amazing young adults. They are kind, intelligent, they're contributing to society. I'm just so impressed with these this group of kids. So, kids today are tomorrow's future, right? Mm -hmm. We need to keep them in the forefront and make teaching them a priority. Oh, beautiful. I love that. Melanie, thank you so much just for sharing, you know, your backstory, your wisdom, your testimony and your experience. It's been really a pleasure having you on today. Thank you, Bex. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.